Welcome back my gods and goddesses. Today we'll be exploring grounding and how to recognize when you're uprooted and how to properly get yourself back planted. So sit back, relax, and catch this vibe. I am super excited about today's episode. Last week we spoke on elevation and how to achieve it. But can you truly elevate in your life if you're not properly rooted? I don't think so. So let's talk about getting rooted. Some of the signs um, that mean that you are unrooted or ungrounded or unconnected um, if you're suffering from depression. Definitely, um, if you're suffering from depression, you're sleeping a lot, you're not caring about your hygiene, you're emotional, you're staying out, uh, staying up all night, overeating, undereating, having destructive behaviors like alcoholism, excessive use of drugs, being promiscuous, those are signs that you are not properly rooted. And um, I'm going to definitely help you with getting yourself back on track. Don't worry. If you have a strong need to fix yourself if you're always trying to find different ways to enhance the beautiful creation that God created you to be that is a sign that you are unrooted and you're ungrounded and you definitely need to give back because whatever he created you to be you are already perfect and you're wonderful um if you have a lack of passion for things that you used to enjoy um if you used to like gardening and cooking um and you're now you don't have a passion for it definitely that means that you are off your grounding and um, we need to get you back there um i have five essential oils that will keep you grounded and help you to get deeply planted and allow you to grow beyond your deepest imaginations the first one is called Vexter. It's V-E-T-I-V-E-R. This essential oil helps you to keep you focused. Um, it's very good for like school-aged kids to help them concentrate. Um, you can put it on the back of their necks before they start school, and it would definitely help them to stay more engaged and to be able to concentrate on the tasks that are in front of them. And it's also good for you if you go out throughout your day and you're having a hard time focusing, put a little vector on the back of your neck and just allow it to help you to bring you back into what you're supposed to be concentrating on. Um, it, helps, it also helps you sleep at night. So if you have a hard time sleeping, you have insomnia, do you have a hard time sleeping at night? I really do have a hard time sleeping a lot at night. Um just working and trying to stay focused at work and trying to make sure all my clients and everybody's together, workers are together, you know, making sure the bosses are on point as well. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes you have to get your bosses on point too to make them feel the workers how they feel. Right, definitely. Well, Vexer is a definitely a good one because what it helps you do is it helps you to shut off all of the things that you have went through throughout your day. So the best way to absorb it is to put it on the bottom of your feet. When you get into bed, just put a couple drops on the bottom of each of your feet and just allow it to go through your system and it will definitely put you into a peaceful sleep. 
Um, it also helps you to stop burying situations. It helps you and allows you to deal with it. Um, I know with me, I've always been taught that you have to be strong. So when situations come at hand, I don't usually deal with them. I usually will put them in the back of my head and I keep it moving. Um, what I am learning to do is deal with situations right then when they occur and go ahead and throw them away and get that garbage out of my life and keep it moving. So this one is a good one to actually help you with that. The next one is called Kofia. It's C-O-P-H-I-A. This one is for you guys and girls that are out there that's dating, that's already in a relationship, that's in a marriage, that's in a sexual ship, any one of those that you are in. <clears throat> this one helps you define your true self. So a lot of times when we are engaging in relationships, we tend to take on the identity of our partners. So this one definitely helps to keep you grounded, to keep you into your true self. So I came up with this little um, question for us, King, and I want you to tell me five things about you. Well, I will start off with hardworking, loving, honest, funny, Strong. Mm. Okay. Okay. So the five things that I came up with about me is natural. I'm strong. I'm compassionate. I'm optimistic. And I am Mother Earth. Mm. <laughs> so Copia definitely will help you to find your true self, to stay in your true self, and to continue to prosper in your true self. You don't want to take on the identity of somebody else. Be who you were created to be, and that is you, the best you. And and that's what Copia will help you to do. The next one is called Pachalu. It is P-A-T-C-H-O-U-L-I. If you smell a small amount of this, it can excite you, and it can be like an aphrodisiac. <laughs> so this one is definitely good, um, but like I said, us lovers. Um, but if you do inhale a large amount of it, it can actually calm you and help you to relax. So this one is a good one for um, making you more excited and also calming you down. <laughs> That's sexy. What sex does for you, it makes you excited. And then after you're done and it's over with, you are definitely calmed down if your partner knows what they are doing. So let me ask you this. When you have sex, <clears throat> what excites you about sex? What's, what excites you about your partner? Well, first, you got to already be in tune with your partner before any sexual encounters. Hopefully, anybody are in tune with who they're dealing with. Mm -hmm. And just touching and being close and, you know, engaging breath, you know? I mean, I, I, it's really unexplainable. <laughs> some, some things just can't be put into words. 
Let me ask you this. I know this is totally off subject, but I know I am a big person about foreplay. And when I say foreplay, I don't just mean like the sexual part of foreplay. I mean like the conversation, the courting, the whole aspect of foreplay. What do you feel about foreplay? Well, I mean foreplay. Yeah, you, you have to get to know who you engaging with. Like, you know, you got to know different things about people, like how they think and what they feel about certain situations and, and how they act even. Like, you might be messing with somebody bipolar and don't know it, you know? <laughs> you got to watch yourself out here. You know, I mean, you know, and, and then my field, I mean, as a man, you know, myself, trying to date somebody, it's people getting sex changes out here and mm-hmm. all this different stuff going on, all these diseases. Everybody worry about corona and people forgetting about AIDS and all the stuff that came before this that's throwing you off and they doing all this extra stuff out here. So, you know, you got to be careful. Definitely. So what do you think is the sexiest part of a woman? I would say her smile, <laughs> her eyes... You know, just the way she looks at you lets you know that her body wants you, mm. you know. Mm. Okay, now, ladies, he done, he done dropped a little knowledge for us, honey. All right. <laughs> it is getting hot up in here. <laughs> oh, okay, so um, another thing that this one does for you it helps you to attract good people in your life now let me tell you honey i have literally just bought this one actually i've had this one for a couple of months and never knew what the benefits of it was for i just know i just kind of buy what my um my book tells me to buy but definitely i can definitely say that it has definitely attracted good people in my life and it has definitely moved out negative people out of my life so this one is definitely a good one to have in your repertoire of essential oils it helps you rid yourself of people who are draining you um, a lot of times when you are a person who has a lot of positive energy, and, I, and I'm one of those type of people, like I believe the cup is always half full, never half empty. I'm always looking for positive aspects on every situation. And I will attract people that I will be like, why is this person even, you know, trying to come into my life? We're not even on the same level. But it's a lot of people that are energy uh, drainers. And they will definitely drain your energy and have you feeling super drained and super... I'm going to tell you, a situation happened with me and my brother when I went to Cleveland. And and that little 10-minute argument that me and him had, it took me three days to get myself back together. I was so depressed. And I was like, I couldn't believe how I got there. But he drained my whole energy in that little five minutes. So definitely... You have to uh, be careful about people that are energy drainers. And this oil would definitely help you because a lot of times we don't know it and we don't see it. We run here, around here wondering why we're so depressed and feeling self selfless. And we don't understand why our partners are walking around here looking GQ and they're happy. And we around here bald headed and don't understand <laughs> what's going on. Like why he look like that and I look like this because they have drained your energy. Girl man brother sister get your energy back get Get your energy back 
And so the next one we're gonna talk about is cedarwood. Cedarwood helps you with worrying. It helps you to stay focused on what's important. It helps you not to lose yourself and it helps you to stand in your own power. We have to learn to stand in our own power and not uh, drain or try to live off of somebody else's power. We are all powerful people and we need to learn how to rely on ourselves and to rely on our own power and to believe in ourselves. A lot of times we don't believe enough in ourselves. We believe in Gucci, we believe in Kroger's, we yeah. believe in all these other Material. business entities, but we don't believe in ourselves. Everybody on this earth are created the same. And we all have the same opportunities. If all we have to do is just use our brain. Believe in the power that is in you. And I'm telling you, you will become so powerful in all aspects of powerfulness. Yes, we breathe and we bleed the same way. The same exact way. And so the next one we're going to talk about is marjoram. Marjoram is a calming... Um, it helps you connect to Venus. Ladies, this is wonderful for us. Um, it helps you to feel comfortable in your relationship. Um, if you're feeling uncomfortable in your relationship, it's because you're self-conscious or you're feeling unworthy. This essential oil would definitely be a great one for you. Um, have you ever dated a woman that was insecure? Yes. How did you deal with that? I mean, honestly, uh... I just really got out the relationship, but it was just like you was just speaking on a person draining you. It's just the the whole relationship was just draining. It's like I'm never winning in in the relationship. We not winning together, you know. I mean, like we not coming up. We it's it's like we stuck in the same spot because you so busy draining me while I'm trying to get out to make something happen. So we just sitting still. So if you were in a relationship with a woman and you really loved her and she was insecure, say about her weight, how would you make her feel more secure in her in herself and to know that it was okay with you? How would you make her feel secure? You know, I'm go off top. If we together, I'm gonna show her all my love anyway. Mm-hmm. She's not going to even be worried about that because she's going to be so focused on that the love that she's receiving is so good. Mm. And she's just going to be like, uh, he don't care about nothing. I don't care about nothing. It's just, <laughs> we, we just out here. The world revolving around us right now, you know. Type, you know, that's it's just how I am. I'm just, like I said, loving. When you ask me one of my five traits is loving. I love everybody. I love everything. Animals. You know, I'm very specially animals. <laughs> so, I, I used to, okay, so like, I know like with me and dating, one thing that with us as women we do, if it's a woman that comes in our presence while we're with our guy, we see that woman, especially since she's a fine woman with a big old booty, nicely shaped, we see that woman before our guy does. I know I have always did the test <laughs> to see if my guy is going to look and how long he's going to look. Because to me, that shows a level of respect. How do you, 
how do you deal with a situation when it comes like that? If you with your girl and a lady with half dressed or a big old booty comes around you too, how do you deal with that? Well, I mean, I'm a jokester, so uh, if she come walking around me like that, me and my lady finna fire her ass up. <laughs> 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 we would be talking about that stuff for about weeks. Yeah, like she was like, I'll counter everything. Oh, wow. Hey, don't come around me like that. I don't respect that. Mm. I look for a queen, a goddess, not some little thought that's running around here, probably selling selling her, her ass, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Selling diseases at the same time. Mm. So, you said you look for a goddess, a queen. What qualities do you feel makes a woman a goddess or a queen? But to me, my goddess is gonna already be in tune with me. I'm not gonna really have to say anything like about I wanna be with her or look, can I holler at you, little mom? No, I don't you know, I don't do all that there, you know. It's, it's gonna be already understood once we meet our contact is is already there. So what would make, but what is it about her that makes you feel like she's a goddess or a queen? I mean, once I look into her eyes and just see into her soul, it, it lets me know right then. Mm-hmm. You're a soul snatcher. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Wait, wait. Did not say that. Didn't uh, say that. He telling us the truth now, lady. So you're a soul snatcher. All right, no, come I'm on. I'm not a soul snatcher. I'm a soul seeker. Oh. Oh, my. <laughs> no, I want my soul to match my woman's soul. Mm-hmm. So when they do get intertwined together, that it won't be nothing bad in there. We, we got everything already together and straight. But when I'm looking into her eyes, she's going to tell me right then, am I the one as well? Like, it's not just what I'm looking for. It's got to be what the woman's looking for, too. Wow. All right, now, ladies. <laughs> it's getting hot in here. Did somebody turn on the heat? <laughs> All right. So, back to this um, marjoram. Um, marjoram actually works well with other essential oils. Um, it actually works great with geranium. If you mix geranium and marjoram together, it helps you if you have trust issues in your relationships. Now, I know this is going to be a good one for me because I definitely have been through the ringer with relationships. So I definitely have trust issues. Um, And I'm open and honest with it. Coming up front, even with dating, I'm like, I tell people like I have trust issues. And that right there sets the bar for me because if they're willing to deal with me and my trust issues, they are somebody that I would want to try to see if we can progress um, in a relationship. But if they run the other way, then I actually know that they don't have any patience. And I'm a, I tell people all the time, like, fuck with me. I'm great. I'm awesome. But I am damaged cargo. But I got a great engine. So tell me, how do you deal with somebody who has trust issues? Well, dealing with trust issues, I, I really just try to, like I said before, once... I'm with someone and I'm trying to, or I'm trying to be with someone that I feel like that we can have something with. I, I try to get all those type of issues like that out there in mind. Like, once you say you have trust issues, well, 
we're going to do something to take your mind off of trust issues. Let's go to a movie. Let's go out to eat. Let's go on a date. Let's watch movies. Let's let's go do something that's going to take your mind off of... Because I'm going to be around. Mm-hmm. I know that I'm going to be around. So, mm-hmm. so, so you cocky or you confident? A little bit of both. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's just how I am. I mean, I was raised by my grandmother. I wasn't raised... I mean, no disrespect to the young mothers who was raised up right. Right. You know, but I was raised by my grandmother, and I was raised by my bigger female cousins and all that. So I've seen all the heartbreak, the tears, the fighting, and all that. So it's like, I wouldn't never try to put someone who's trying to be with me through that. And so another one to um, that goes well with marjoram is eucalyptics. Um, eucalyptics helps if it's problems in a relationship. Um, so that's a good one to have in your repertoire also. Um, it also helps you to be grounded, stable, nurtured, and all of those wonderful things. So a good grounding activity is you will put marjoram in your hands. You would take off your shoes. You would go out into the grass, into the soil, plant your feet, inhale the marjoram, hold your head back, stretch out your arms, and allow your feet to absorb the nourishment of the soil while your roots reconnect with Mother Earth. And I definitely want you guys to try that. It's a wonderful experience. Um, I did it the other day, and something totally amazing happened. And I was like, people going to think I'm lying or I'm on <laughs> drugs, but I'm serious. It happened. I thought you were lying for a second. I'm, I'm, telling you, it was, <laughs> I'm telling you, it really happened. I had talked to my mother. We were talking about a situation, and she said, you know what? Um, don't get mad at me. She said, but... I think you're not grounded. And I was like, no, mommy, I'm not going to get mad. I was like, I can take stress criticism, especially if it's coming from you. And so she told me, she was like, well, this is, you're, you know, you're this, you're that, you're this, you're that. And so I started researching it and I was like, oh my God, I am this and this and this and that. And so I looked up how to get grounded, which going outside, putting my feet out in the, uh, in the soil is something I do on a regular basis um, because I always want to feel grounded. I always want to be feel like I'm connected to the earth. I know the earth is what heals me, what nurtures me. And so I always try to make sure I feel that grounded. And that day I went out there after I talked to my mother, I put some oil in my hands and I went out there and I stood out in the grass and I looked down and the grass was that was leaning next to my foot, it stood straight up no lie it was a little piece of grass it stood up all on its own and i was just like just so so amazed it it was giving me strength it definitely was giving me strength because i definitely each other definitely so i definitely was feeling more grounded that day but it's not something that happens overnight and it's something that you have to incorporate in your everyday life and your everyday well-being because um, grounding is something that you want. The one thing about being grounded is you gotta be. It you have to be. Think about so think about a plant. Have you ever had a plant? It's funny because we just had this situation. Um, K 
King Martez, ladies, he's a gardener. He can, he has a green thumb. I'm totally impressed. He, every time I see him do something with one of my plants, I'm totally, totally, totally impressed. So I was telling him about, um, I wanted some plants and uh, he came over and he seen one of my plants and he told me, he said, that plant needs to go in a bigger pot. I was so adamant. I'm like, no, it don't. It's fine. Leave it alone. Whatever. Well, what happened was <laughs> the plant started turning brown on the leaves. And I was like, oh, my God, something's going on with my plant. I done overwatered it. And I called King Martez, and he come over, and he looked at the plant. He said, I told you it needs to go I in a bigger you. pot. And I, I'm like, I didn't hate to say I told you so, neither. I was <laughs> rubbing it in her face. I was like, I told you this. It was like, okay. So we go to Home Depot. We go get pots. And, of course, I done bought about three or four other plants to go with it. And a big old pot of thing of potting soil. So, of course, I'm sitting in my chair watching King Martez do his thing because I don't know what I'm doing. He pulls the plant out, and it's a big ball of roots. Yeah, it's a root ball. When your plant gets to a root ball, you have to replant it or it's just going to die. So the thing is, is the pot that it was in originally was constricting its growth. So once he took the root ball out and he planted it in a bigger pot, it allowed it to start growing and flourishing. And he was just saying today when he went out there and he looked at it, he said, oh my God you got a new uh, growth coming in on the plant, like right in the middle. And I was like, oh my God, you did that. (laughs) So (laughs) we definitely want to make sure that we stay grounded. um, Don't let nobody block your roofs. Definitely don't let nobody block your roots, but don't also, don't keep yourself in situations that's going to stunt your growth. A lot of times we stay in relationships uh, we stay in workshops because we are content with, and we think it's a safe haven. And one thing I have learned in my life is to step out on a limb and to walk by faith. Because I've always been one of them type of people who never wanted to be like, I wonder if I did it, yeah, what would have yeah, happened. Yeah, you could say that workshop again, though. Yeah. Some people need to hear that workshop twice because people are sticking at jobs that's really dogging them out and they're just sticking with it because of, you know what I'm saying? It's because really, it's safe. It's yeah, a safe paycheck. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. definitely a safe paycheck. My last Especially job... Especially with Corona being out right now, it's, it's hard to find jobs. It's, like, yeah. yeah. My last job, the job that I had before this one, um, when I left it, I, I walked out on a limb uh, because I was just like, I at the job, it was a safe job. I knew my position was secure. I was the team leader. Exactly. But I was being overworked for the money that I was making. Yeah. And so when my boss, who I love, my brother, he called me and asked me that I want this opportunity, I could have been afraid and not walked away from the job that I knew was secure and stayed at the other job but I walked out on faith and I, I'm making way more money and I'm even working from home when those people at the job that I was previously at they're still having to work in the office making less money and I'm making 
thousands and thousands of dollars more and now I'm working from home with my job that I'm at now cares about my quality of work, cares about me as a person. And they say, no, we don't want to expose our people to COVID. They can work from home and they even bought us the equipment to work from home. So a lot of times we stay in situations, even relationships. I know people who stay in marriages because they have invested so much time in marriages and they don't want to walk away from it when they know it's no hope for it. I mean, well, I'm on the same thing about my job even, like to be honest, because I know that I also do construction and remodeling and stuff. So I, I got jobs that's lined up that I know that I'm not being paid the right amount of money for, but I'm just sticking with it because it's some extra money on the, on the back end. Have you ever stayed in a relationship? Because even though you knew it was over, did you stay in it because you felt safe? No, not because I felt safe, but because I really wanted to work it out out the love for the relationship. And she even had kids that wasn't mine. Mm. Three, no, four kids that wasn't mine. And I still stayed, you know, and tried to help out, you know, was helping with homework and teaching, you know, knowledge to the boys and everything. Like, it's no problem. If I'm with you, I'm with you. So what was the the breaking point? When did you realize that your growth was being stunted? When when we started arguing over petty stuff after I had already bought a car for the house. (laughs) Wow. You know, I done bought a whole car for the house. You'd be able to get the kids back and forth to school and get the kids school supplies for the virtual school, the viral school, I mean, I'm sorry. And, you know, it's for you to be able to do different things like get back and forth to work, because I had a way back and forth to work. I ride with my my coworkers. Right. We we uh, ride with each other, you know what I'm saying? We right. like carpool. Right. So I didn't need no way to work. I was making sure she was being able to get back and forth to work. And it was just like... It had got to the point to where really you using me. I'm paying the car note. You ain't got to worry about that. You ain't got to worry about the insurance. You're not worried about nothing but what you want. Yeah, it became to a point of selfishness. Mm. And that's when it was time to go. Now, see me on the and you know, hand. Oh, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but you know ahead of time, because you see all the signs. Yeah. You start seeing all the little petty shit start going on. Yeah. Yeah. This time. Well, see, I know with me, I am the total opposite. Like, I have a low tolerance for bullshit. And I will walk away from a whole marriage, a whole house full of furniture, a whole house yeah. full of every. I would, because I know what I'm supposed to be treated like. Exactly. But my thing is, I tend to, to have dated less than what I'm worth. So, it's not so hard for me to walk away from that because it's like I know I deserve better I shouldn't even have gave that a chance but because I'm a hopeless romantic I have given some people that shouldn't have even been uh in my circle a chance and because on the whole aspects of wanting love and like that even that was showing at that point in my life that I wasn't grounded because if I was grounded and I steadfast I would have not accepted a lot of stuff that I accepted but definitely, um, I'm, I'm definitely the total opposite. I, um, I wouldn't stay in a, a bad, I would now, I guess what 
what a relationship is different. But in a workshop, I have stayed on jobs and just stayed there. Just because. Just because it was safe. Like, <laughs> I knew the job. I knew what I can get away with. Yeah. I knew yeah. uh, what you they know, was. Yeah, yeah like, you know okay. You can get away I'm with. like, okay. I know, That's the kicker right I know <laughs> I can cock in about 15 to 20 minutes late and won't get in trouble. But then when you get to your new job, you're like, oh, my God, I need to get to work 15 to 20 minutes early. So it's like, yeah, I done stayed in some stuff before. On the aspects of thinking it'll get better, Gosh. and or they'll recognize your worth. One thing we have to learn when we don't realize what our own worth is, we're definitely not grounded. Because yeah. if you don't look at you, if you're not your biggest fan, when I tell you I get up every day, I look in the mirror and I be like, "Girl, you is girl, you is so fine, girl, you are beautiful." I took my own horn because. I am my biggest fan. And if I don't love me, how can I expect somebody else to love me? Mm. I agree. <laughs> 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 you know I love it too much on this night. Hey, oh, wait a minute. I'm just saying, though, if, if I don't love me, Who's, how can I expect somebody else to love me? Or unless, like, if I don't, if I don't know what I like, or if I don't know about me, how can I present me to you for you to love me or you to know me if I don't even know who I am? But it don't, it don't really mean that because if I love you, I'm gonna help you find who you are. Oh, boy, you, you ain't gonna just you sit there and be a loose end while you on my watch. You. <laughs> You better, boy, you better, you. You better no, you. <laughs> you be no loose on my watch. Oh, my. Interesting. Even when you had said earlier when we was talking, when, uh, before we got on the podcast and you was talking about grounded and rooted, and you was like, you move around a lot. You're not grounded and rooted. And I was like, yes, I am grounded and rooted. I'm just very active with it. <laughs> I'm a tree that blows in the wind a lot, not the tree that sits still. You know, I want some movement out here. I gotta do some extra shit. You um, know? Oh, excuse um, me, can I say shit? You can definitely say shit. Oh, okay. You can, <laughs> you can definitely say shit. You uh, can definitely say shit. I probably said a whole lot more before I said that. <laughs> you did. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> so tell me this. Do you feel like you're grounded? Oh, I'm, I know I'm grounded. It ain't about a feeling. Mm. It's like when you know you're grounded, it, it, you know it. <laughs> like, uh, for really. Like, I, it's like when you don't let nobody get to you or oh, the, the dumb stuff. Like, it's stuff happen every day that you're not going to like. It's going to be folks that don't like you every day. It's going to be shit that happen at work every day that you don't like. It's going to be all kinds of stuff. Even like you said, you work from home. Mm-hmm. Shit happens that you don't like. You you ain't even around nobody. I ain't around nobody. Leave folks getting on your damn nerves. Hey, the good thing about working from home, I'm looking at that bottle of 1738, and I'd be like, you know what? 12 o'clock. I think I'm gonna have to hit it. I <laughs> I'm think gonna have to have me I'm one. Don't have to. Have, like, ooh, if this girl <laughs> called me one more time, the same person. Oh my god. So King Martez, tell me this. Mm-hmm. What makes a king? Yeah, I mean, I can't say, I can't speak for nobody but myself out here. Really, what made me a king was, like, like I said, came in the beginning when you asked me one of my traits. It's hard working. You got to put in the work. 
You gotta put in the work. If you want anything out of life, you gotta put in the work. There's no shortcuts. You folks try to make it like shortcuts, all the scams, all that. You know, like that's, it's, it's, it's not gonna get you by. It'll get you by. Matter of fact, that's all it's gonna do. It's just get you by. You are in the long term. You wanna live a long, healthy life with no karma. You gotta do the right thing. You gotta get rooted. You gotta get grounded into your own life. You gotta make sure your roots is running through your kids, your little, your little trees. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Your you forest gotta, you're yeah, trying, you to gotta, trying to create. Yeah, you gotta build that forest. You know what I'm saying? And there's gonna always be somebody to come to try to tear down your forest. But you gotta still stand strong even if you lose one. Mm. Okay. What does it take for a woman to be your queen? I don't know. You got to answer that. Oh, you know what? That was a good one. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. You got to answer that one. Okay, so what is it? What qualities do you look for in a queen? I mean... The same thing that I see in myself, I want to see in my queen. I want to see that ambition, that drive. I ain't ready to go hard at any moment. Mm. I go nonstop. You know me, like I, I'm, I'm gonna push hard. I don't care if I got drunk till three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I'm getting up for work the next morning. I can testify to that. I don't understand it. I don't know how he does it. I have set up here and talked to him on the phone to 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. And then 8 o'clock in the morning, I'm sitting up here dragging, trying to walk from my bedroom to my office. And he up there like, what's up? Hey, I'm on my way to work. And I'm like, what? Where's the damn coffee? How much did you have already? I don't need drink coffee. <laughs> Yes. I already up at it. When they say work, it's just like time I'm switching my head. I be ready to go. I be on my boss's ass when they come to get me. Like, hey, man, what took you so damn long? I thought you said we was getting there at 9. It's 1030. I'm on the boss's ass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So tell me, how do you support your queen? Whatever way she needs. Know, it's gonna be that point in time like no you can't get that get your hands off of it don't pick up shit when we go in the store <laughs> don't pick up nothing you ain't getting nothing today no skittles no starburst no nothing put gas in the car and we're going home that's what we doing mm. interesting <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing I'm just playing Oh my, that was very interesting. I like that. (laughs) I like that. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I I can't tell my queen no, but I can say, hold up, wait, pump the brakes a little bit. So tell me, where do you see yourself in five years? Owning my own business, remodeling and reconstruction houses and hotels. Where do you see yourself as relationship-wise? 
We're gonna be married with our own piece of land. Way off from the road, you're gonna have to drive like a golf cart or a four wheeler or something like that to go check the mail. Interesting. Oh, yeah, I'm serious. In five years, I definitely see Veggie Me Please um, being a household name um, in many states, not just Atlanta, especially, and not even just Cleveland, which I already know it's a household name in my city. Um, And thank you for all my supporters, honey. I know if I was at home, I would be definitely uh, making a killing because my family at home is definitely supportive. So I definitely uh, shout out the 216 all day, every day. But um, I definitely see Veggie Me Please being a household name. I definitely see um, me being a motivational speaker and helping people overcome many obstacles and definitely walking and being able to tell my my story. I feel like I went through what I've been through. I've been through many storms so that I can be somebody's rainbow. And I believe in rainbows. I definitely believe in rainbows. I definitely believe that storms are meant so that you can have rainbows. And I definitely want to be a rainbow to somebody uh, in every aspect that I can be. So I definitely see myself in five years being somebody's rainbow and definitely progressing and continuing to manifest and to morph into who I am created to be and continue to love this vegan life and continue to love on myself and continue to move forward. And I just want to say thank you for everyone who has listened to us and continue to support us. We truly appreciate you here at Veggie Me Please. And we are going to see you again in two weeks. Be safe. Veggie Me Please is a bi-weekly podcast. Make sure you're following us on all social media platforms at Veggie Me Please. That's V-E-G-G-I-E-M-E-P-L-E-Z-E. Also make sure that you like and subscribe and also share us on all podcast platforms. Come on, sit back, relax, and catch this vibe.